Welcome to movies.edu.gov. Today we will be talking about the 2020 movie Call of the Wild with Jane. Welcome to movies.edu.gov. I'm your host, Michael Dollapay, and today we will be discussing the 2020 movie Call of the Wild with Jane. Um, but I fucked up, folks. I fucked up. You may be wondering why Jane isn't here right now. It's just me. Well, it's because uh, for some reason I lost the first 25 minutes of my own audio. I know. I know. Well, actually, I don't know how the fuck it happened, but it did. So, um, I pulled some clips from the first 25 minutes. I still have the rest. And this upset me because it was a very great conversation because we both loved this movie, Jane and I. Uh, it w- And it was good. Um, you'll hear more of our conversation later, but I just wanted to pull a few clips from... Uh, those from the audio that was lost and we'll just go over what jane is saying so first off we have this clip about how jane was pleasantly surprised yeah no i i was uh i was i was pleasantly surprised when i saw the movie today actually yeah thank you jane see jane was pleasantly surprised by it ain't that a trip folks didn't think so, huh? You thought the CGI dog was stupid. Let's see. Uh, we have this one about Jane talking about the CGI dog. And you hear Gooby in the back. He's going nuts, folks. Yeah, and that was one of the reasons that I wasn't sure that I was going to like this movie. Or like at least I had some like, bias against it going in. Like, I, yeah, just like, come on, come the fuck on. Like... You know, and, and it made me kind of, like, embarrassed for Harrison Ford. I was like, he can't be having a good time right now. Like, <laughs> looking at this looking at this guy, like, doing the doing the Andy Serkis thing. Yeah, referring to the uh, CGI dog uh, clip that we've seen online of the guy in the weird motion capture suit walking up on all fours to Harrison Ford. And guess what, folks? It's good. It's it's better. Harrison Ford does better work with that guy than like Adam Driver in Star Wars, which is the subject of our next clip. Uh, Jane talks a little bit about Harrison Ford. Let's listen to that. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Did he like he 1000 percent did for Star Wars and like. Uh, yeah, no, his like his death scene in, in Star Wars was way less convincing than this one. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about how you realize that uh, Harrison Ford really did phone it in for Star Wars. Uh, he, I mean, the guy can still act, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, he really doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars because for Call of the Wild, he was pretty good. 
yeah no for sure like <laughs> they're i mean because like dogs exist we, and, and, and like it's not like you know in like game of thrones where like they have to do like a dire wolf or it's you know fucking huge even though this dog was fucking huge it's like the biggest dog <laughs> in the world but like <laughs> yeah yeah, no, and they, that that shot at the beginning where they're showing it, like, you know, knocking over all the shit in the house just by jumping around. Like, they have a lot of fucking porcelain and china in that house for, like, also having that gigantic dog. Like, how isn't that, how isn't all that shit just broken, like, day one of having that dog? Yeah, and we're talking about just how big Buck is, and it's kind of unnatural because he's like the Beethoven dog, but not a St. Bernard. We're, we don't know what breed of dog Buck is, or if he's just, like, so unique. Um, We're talking about how the CGI dog versus having a practical dog doesn't matter anymore. I still like the CGI dog, folks. And uh, Jane talks about here uh, some some of the... Maybe abuse that may happen on set with a dog, you know? Um, if you had real dogs doing things that these dogs were doing in the movie. Let's check it out here. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, just like if they had if they had made this sort of movie, like especially the dog sledding, like, you know, yeah, I mean, that that's like so stressful on them. If they're doing like real dog sledding instead of doing CGI on that, I bet that like, you know, just the way Hollywood works, like, I bet they would have just, like, it would have just been a dog massacre. There would have been just open graves, <laughs> like, p- piled up with dogs. Yeah. I I mean, I totally agree. Uh, I brought up the how, like, one of the Dogs Journey movies had, like, a video on Twitter that circulated of them pushing a German shepherd in a pool and, and shit against its will in, like, a pool of water. Um not cool. So maybe uh, this is just the way to go so you don't have any embarrassing uh, viral footage of people on set just kind of abusing dogs. Let's see. We, t- we get more into the practical versus CGI. And here Jane brought up a good point is uh, they didn't try to have like a real dog and then add CGI because that's where stuff gets bad. And since they went full CGI, it actually looks pretty cool. Let's see what Jane has to say. And yeah, and then it would have, and then it would have been like, because like that, what they would have had, that they would have had to do like back and forth with practical and CGI, and that's when stuff really looks bad, is when you're when you're doing that. So they just like they just committed. I, I respect it. They just committed to the CGI. Oh yeah. And you know what? It worked. I love those dogs. <laughs> and I love those dogs too, Jane. I mean, how can you not love the dogs on the dog sled team? They're good dogs. I don't care if they're not real. Uh, We talk about one dog in particular, Spitz, who is like a German dog. He's all like, he looks so sharp and angular compared to all the other dogs. So, you know, he's like the asshole dog and uh, designed really well. And he looks awesome. Uh, Let's hear what Jane has to say about Spitz. I love him. Really? I love Spitz, the like really pretty mean one. Like. Yeah, the asshole dog. I love the asshole dog. Now, Jane, I would hate for that clip of you saying I love the asshole dog to be taken out of context. Um, We talk about Buck's first owner, the main dog, Buck. His uh, first owner is kind of like a slave owner, used to be slave owner, not like currently, 
But it's played by Bradley Whitford. And uh, we have... Or actually, here's what Jane has to say about Bradley Whitford. I don't know. Well, I, I think he might... I think he was probably a former slave owner. Um, I'm pretty sure that this takes place after the Civil War. But... Um, yeah, and he's probably like, I would have voted for Lincoln another time if he hadn't died. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a good one, folks. Yeah. I know. Did you see? Did you see that he like he didn't realize that the line about I would have voted for Obama a third time like he didn't know that that was a joke, that that was like, <laughs> and then like, and then like this week he was like, there's no such thing like on Twitter he was like, there's no such thing as like the Democratic elite or like the establishment. <laughs> God, he fucking yeah. Bradley Whitford sucks, man. <laughs> um, but Whitford, you're welcome to come on the podcast, I guess, if you really want to, um, to defend yourself or whatever. But uh, we talk about the Yukon setting. Uh, I talked a little bit about the director Chris Sanders, who is Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Uh, he directed Lilo and Stitch, How to Train Your Dragon, and The Crudes. And I think with all these movies, he's done something where he finds weird, quirky, fun details from different, like, cultural settings. So in Lilo and Stitch, it was, like, Hawaiian. In uh, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, it was kind of the Norse mythology. Um, in The Crudes, I guess it's caveman culture. And in this one, it's, like, Yukon culture. So here's uh, Jane talking a little bit about the culture up in the Yukon. No, I love it. I love it. And you know what? Because it reminded me of, and like Harrison Ford, even kind of the way that he is, like his costume and his and, and his facial hair and stuff was, um, <laughs> yeah, his little hat. Do you, and like the kind of just the, like the, you know, Boomtown stuff. Did you ever see the movie, the, um, uh, I think it was 1969 musical Paint Your Wagon? I've never Are seen you this. familiar? I've never seen this movie. So it's a, I'm obsessed with it. I love it. It's a movie I watched all the time when I was a kid. Um, it's a musical, um, about <laughs> the gold rush starring Clint Eastwood and Lee Marvin and they do sing <laughs> and it's, and it's about them, uh, start like they, they start a boom town in California, uh, around the gold rush and there's no women there, but they like, um, Lee Marvin's character, uh, buys a, a Mormon's wife in the auction cause he has so many wives. This movie sounds and nuts. Then, <laughs> and then they both marry her. <laughs> And then they go like, and then they like steal a bunch of prostitutes that are going to a different town and like <laughs> just start this like th start this town of just like sin. It's great, like it's so good. But like this kind of this, oh yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite movies. I love it. I love it so much. And, like this and like the songs in it are good. Um, there's this one song like I think it's like oh it's so good. It's called they call the wind Mariah, and uh, Mariah Carey is like named after that song. You're kidding me. Yeah, no. This movie, this movie fucking rocks. Paint your wagon. I I highly recommend it. But like, yeah, the the mood in this town, and like the way Harrison Ford looks, like reminds me of Paint Your Wagon and Lee Marvin and in Paint Your Wagon, like a lot. That sounds awesome. I mean, everyone check out Paint Your Wagon. I probably will. It's on my watch list now, so I gotta go to downloading that. Speaking of downloading movies, we talk about uh, kind of the pros and cons of downloading this one. Jane just had it downloaded and wasn't going to go to the theater and only went because she saw my Twitch stream. Uh, me going nuts about it and saying, like, you got to see it. It looks great. And she, like, thought I was fucking around. So, uh, yeah, let's hear about Jane's uh, theater experience. 
Yeah, no, the, the like I went I went and actually saw it at the Alamo Draft House today. Um for first time that I've ever been to the Alamo Draft House and not gotten wasted. Um <laughs> and no, was, I'm so glad I did that cuz like I downloaded it, you know, allegedly. Um and I but I didn't watch the I didn't watch it on there. I decided to actually just go to it today. And I'm so glad I did. Cause like, yeah, all the shots of like the Alaskan wilderness were just like gorgeous. Um, no, it, it looked, it did look so good. Even though this is tons of CGI, it looks so good. Like it's not, I'm not like a guy who's big on like visuals or anything. And like all this stuff is fake, you know, but it still looked awesome, especially like in a movie theater. Um, yeah, really like this. Uh, just like the way it looks. If you're one of those people who's like, oh, I just like the visuals. I love CGI. Call of the Wild is like probably the best this year. Oh, and I should also say that uh, we're going to talk about... Sorry, I forgot to intro this clip. This is about Harrison Ford and Buck. They kind of meet as like star-crossed lovers when Buck is kidnapped and brought to the Yukon. Yeah, they keep seeing each other until they're like finally actually together. Like as soon as Buck gets off of the, um, gets off the boat, like he escapes from the, um, from a, the like um, leash that he's on, on the boat, like you know gets away from everybody that's on there that's chasing him down, and then jumps out onto the street, and like you know, <laughs> brings Harrison Ford his harmonica back. And yeah, um. They meet because Buck is like an adorable dog. He brings Harrison Ford his harmonica back. Uh, and, you know, we'll talk about it later, but they they cross paths many times in this movie before, like, Harrison Ford just gets on a boat and fucking leaves, you know? So you're like, what the fuck? Is Harrison Ford only in this for like 10 minutes? But no, no, no. They, they're they kind of like, it's like when Harry met Sally or something, but it's Harrison Ford and Buck the dog. Uh in this clip we talk about how they use exposition even though it's like you know it's for exposition it's like still fun because it's like the guy who's the sled dog leader guy um who's leading all the sled dogs like lines them up and is like all right here's where we're going we're going from here to here and he's explaining it to the audience and like his wife is like uh you know the dogs can't understand you and he's like they do like fuck off (laughs) um so, uh, yeah, we talk a little bit about uh, the exposition. Yeah, but they have to do their their exposition <laughs> by making it. It's it's a nice little it's a nice little trick, like being like, no, the dog actually can understand things, and so humans will explain things to the dog that they need to get across to you, like when he's. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought that was very cute, even though it's like clearly like them just doing their ex, ex uh, exposition. But like, I love that. Just like a guy just like, all right, troops, here we go. Here's the battle plan, and he's just talking to a bunch of dogs. Like, I love that. That's, that's so. It was so. It's charming. very cute. I love those those two. The that that couple. They're great. They were so cute. Uh, the couple Jane is referring to is the people leading the sled dog team. Uh, they're delivering mail. Uh, up in the Yukon and through like Canada and everything and uh, yeah they're a nice couple Um, it's like a French guy and like an Inuit woman woman. and uh, yeah they have the classic he loves the dogs and thinks the dogs can understand she doesn't Buck changes her mind after he saves her life Uh, 
but yeah, they're very, they are a very fun couple. And uh, yeah, it, it's not like too endearing at all. But let's talk a little bit about the dogs on the sled dog team. Here's Jane. Oh God, it's it's really good. And they have this like kind of ragtag group of dogs. And the yeah, let's talk about these dogs. So just like a ragtag group of them, because usually you associate like huskies with um, sled dogs, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Normally you do just associate huskies, but this is like an all-star team. This is like all of them are kind of different types of dogs. There's only like two huskies, really. Uh, so let's hear Jane continue to talk about the sled dogs. Right. Yeah. There's only like only like two of them. It looks like are actually like huskies, and one of them is one of those is like just the mangiest, oldest, most fucked up <laughs> looking ones. He's missing an eye. He can like barely bark. He's all fucked up. And then the other one is um, like the, is the, the pack leader. Um, and he's just like this, yeah, this gorgeous <laughs> husky named Spitz. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like super emotive ears. Uh, yeah, we're kind of talking about how like angled Spitz is because compared to the other dogs that look cute, he is like, he looks like a fucking SS officer. He's insanely just like, I don't know, I don't know. He looks so evil, and like they have to do that to convey it, and it actually looks pretty sweet. He looks cool. Um, Jane talks about how much he likes Spitz and how badass he is. This dog, yeah, this this is yeah, this is this dog is like a badass though. Like this is like a. This is like, you know, the the villain in a hockey movie, like sort of <laughs> sort of ass dog. And we also kind of talked about how they have a Buck one night goes. He's become the favorite and Spitz is jealous. So one night Buck goes after a rabbit and they try to show you that like Buck is good because uh, he doesn't kill the rabbit when he finds it. And uh, um. Then Spitz does kill the rabbit, and that leads to a like pack dominance kind of thing. Uh, let's hear Jane talk about good dogs and rabbits. Hey, good no, like good dogs kill rabbits. Like I grew up, <laughs> I grew up like kind of out in the country. Uh, I can confirm that even the best dogs fucking love killing rabbits. <laughs> like my dog growing up, um, that we had, that we had, it's a black lab, and like. You know, they're they're big dogs and big dogs as they get older are prone to like getting arthritis. And uh, and so when my dog like got arthritis, he the only thing he could catch anymore because he loved, you know, always like chasing squirrels and deers and deer and stuff. But like as he got older, the only thing he could do is just kind of like track down, you know, little rabbit burrows. And so sometimes he'd just walk back up to the house and like vomit up baby rabbits. <laughs> and, like sometimes they were still alive. <laughs> insane <laughs> but no they fucking dogs love killing rabbits that's what they do it's true and but it's funny that in this movie they have to they just have to be like buck is noble he just wants to play with the rabbits uh whereas like for spitz it's like yeah because then Sp but spitz gets that rabbit and he fucking breaks that rabbit's neck like immediately yeah spitz is bad so he he's just like fuck this and he kills the rabbit. Now, I think this is where the conversation actually, it started picking up my side. So, again, apologies for that. Um, I think I pulled some of the best clips from our conversation in that first 25 minutes. Um, and you can, you're pretty much caught up with the movie. Uh, 
Buck is on a sled dog team, and he's uh, after this rabbit chase. He fights with Spitz over like a pack dominance type of thing, um, and uh, that's about it. Uh, again, sorry for any of this inconvenience. I think the rest of this conversation is great, and I loved having it because I felt so crazy for thinking this movie was really good, and like no one believed me, and I'm glad Jane liked it too. So uh, I'm gonna end this part of what I'm doing and cobble it all together and put it up. All right. Um, see you everyone. Oh, and I forgot to mention for Jane's plugs, everyone listen to decom intern. Same thing with my podcast. I don't care if you listen, just subscribe it. Just leave it a nice review. You don't have to listen. Just download the episodes. You just got to click on your phone a bit. You know, it doesn't matter if you listen. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Just go to go to movies.edu.gov, go to decom intern, burn after noticing, uh, Bobby Horror Picture Show, any of these. And uh, just fucking click on the buttons. Get our stats up, please. We need it more than, like, what, Earwolf, right? All right. Um, please enjoy the rest of this episode about Call of the Wild. Bye-bye. needs to be a leader in the pack. I mean, like, I thought the narration, like, just mostly wasn't necessary. Like, we understand what's going on here with, like, you know, the the fight between Buck and right, yeah, uh, Spitz, the, and like why it's happening. Well, that's for that's like, for the clearly, kids. Right. I guess is. I mean, I, I think I don't think kids are that dumb though. Right. Like, yeah. Like, it would have been fine. And you you see but, Spitz giving the dirty look to Buck, like. For the 20 minutes leading up to that fight, so you know what's going on here. Oh, yeah. you know it's coming, and you know that, it, yeah, and, like, th- the dogs are emotive enough that you can tell. It's not like a, it's not like a nature documentary. Exactly, where, yeah. Like, it, yeah. And it's CGI, so, I mean. Yeah, you don't need to do that stuff. I'm like, why you don't you, you don't need the You don't need David it. Attenborough, right? You don't need David Attenborough sitting there telling you, like, why the meerkats are doing what they're doing. Like, it's like, we can tell they're fucking dogs. They're like emotive as hell because they're CGI. Well, like we know what's happening. Yeah, he's here. literally scowling um, like at him. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that. Oh man, that dog is pissed off. Like we can. Yeah, we can yeah. tell. We don't need. <laughs> we don't need Harrison Ford coming in here. And Harrison Ford was probably p- super pissed off to have to go into the like VO booth too. Yeah. He probably hated that shit. There was a point where I was like, uh, okay, th- maybe at this was the point where he oh, was like, I think I lost you. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Are you, can you hear me? Buzz. Hello. Can you hear me? Jane? Hello? Can you hear me? Buzz? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Weird. Lost you for a second. Interesting. Uh, but I was saying, yeah, it's like, yeah, Harrison Ford must have been super pissed off to go into the VO booth because like, he hates doing anything these days. Right, yeah. And there there were some parts of the voiceover where I was just thinking, like, I feel like this was a part he was tired at. 
Like there's some parts where it's like, yeah. okay, this seems like all right. But then there's other parts where he just sounds like, all right, are we done yet? Yeah. No, there's definitely parts where he was like, I could be crashing a plane right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and yet still better than Star Wars. <laughs> Way fucking better than Star Wars. Because. Uh, and like. Uh, go on. Go on. I, I, oh, my God. No, like not a single, not a single scene in the like. Um, Disney sequel Star Wars movies <laughs> made me emotional whatsoever. Like I like cried or was on the verge of tears like probably six or seven different times in this movie. Yeah, for okay. And while we're talking about the fight with Buck and Spitz, when the other dogs stand up for Buck, oh and yeah, the old dog, emotional the old dog who is scared of Spitz, like does the little weak like bark and yeah. like to like, and, but it. Uh, to stand against it. But it wakes him up. <laughs> and then, and then yeah, Buck wakes up after, you know, being, like, knocked out <laughs> by by Spitz during this, like, moonlight, moonlit fight. Yeah. And then, um, and then Spitz takes another charge in him, and Buck basically just, like, fucking choke slams him. Oh, yeah, like, he throws him up in the air. grabs him by the neck. And you see Spitz do, like, a, huh? <laughs> Face yeah. mid And then just gets fucking slammed into the ground, and then Buck puts his, like, his paw on, <laughs> on him to make him stop getting up. And then, and then, like, unfortunately, it's not like a, they don't do a, like, oh, hey, like, we can be friends. All right, no, you, you get the lead position, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not no, that. No, Spitz just takes off. He leaves into the snow and yeah. the cold. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, like, he's a husky. He can make it. He, He'll be all he right. He can, but I was still bummed. I was like, I want them to work together. I know. Yeah, they should have worked together. Uh, especially because, you know, like, Perot, said, you know, and, and Francois talk about how they've never made a route on time. Yeah, right. Like, they're going to need they're gonna need every single dog here. Or will but they? But so the next morning... The next morning, all the dogs get up there, and like they can't find Spitz. They have no idea what happened to Spitz. Um, but Buck, with his newfound confidence, mm-hmm. uh, stands in at the front of the uh, of the sled. He's a good dog, <laughs> and yeah, and, uh, and and for the second time, um, you know, a human owner of Buck. And it won't be the last time, but, like, a human owner of Buck has to, like, grab him and try to, like, drag him back to where he should be. Because, like, it happened uh, when, in the beginning of Bradley Cooper, like, dragged him ar- along that carpet in the beginning when he's kicking him out of the oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he does it, and then uh, Poro does it again. I'm, I keep, I don't, I don't remember, I couldn't remember his name. I'm going to say, is it Poro? Because I'm just going to think about Inspector Poro. I'm pretty from, sure it's uh, Poro. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm looking up right now. Okay. Yeah, Poirot. Um, and yeah, he drags him out here and then later Harrison Ford does it as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, drags him back to the back of it and all the other dogs like, you know, look at him like, what are you doing? And they're like, we want Buck to lead uh, us. And then Buck just is like, no, no, (laughs) no, this ain't going to happen. He just like says no. He like tries to get the the collar off, and then he's just like. And then uh, Francois is like, "I think Buck knows something you don't." Right, and then all the and then and they, they bring Buck to the. Front. They try to put the old dog in front, and the old dog's like, "No, like the old dog, no, old fuck dog, no. old dog shows yeah, the belly." Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> he's like, I'm way too old. Yeah, and uh, one other visual thing I like, and we're getting to it when Buck is leading them. They have that great montage, but I really like the visual of Buck seeing the like uh, the black wolf. 
and yeah, and that, like br- that's like the you know the the spirit, like the the wild nature within him. Yeah, he's seen like a spirit wolf. <laughs> I actually yeah. really like that, and the way it like comes yeah. up because he saves uh, Francois from under the ice, and he's able to. Uh, was it he's able to find like the hole in the ice because like the wolf the is on the other, but the yeah the yeah. cave for the avalanche like if if there's ever a thing that like he needs to find the wolf is there, and like he just goes towards that wild sense. It's like his it's his instincts. Exactly. It's like his natural instincts and like and like this like strength within him. Yeah, it's really it's it, it is like really cool because like that wolf looks badass as hell. It does. I thought and I yeah. I, I was like, ah, oh, is there gonna be like a wolf enemy later? But no, it's just like his cool like innate like feeling. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh and then um he gets uh Perot gets fired. Yeah, it just loses the mail route all of a sudden. Like they and they were like, I got, I got super emotional when everyone was like, they're they're bringing the mail. Yeah, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, we we bring we bring love. Yeah, everyone's just <laughs> like, super I was, happy. I got like all teared up during that, and like, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, they make such a good team. This is so cute. Right, like, they're making is, the mail wonderful. route on time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I was just thinking about too when I was like watching them do the mail route stuff. I was just like, yeah, you know, when everything like you know <laughs> falls apart, <laughs> goes to shit, climate change ruins everything, there will still be like eight months of hellish winter here in Minnesota. Like, we should learn how to do this, right? Yeah, get this, get the sled dog team yeah. together. I should be, yeah. I want to, I want to deliver the mail. <laughs> I want to do the sled mail. <laughs> But they, uh, oh. yeah, so Perot has to, he sells just them. gets a letter. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, your mail route's done. Get rid of your Sell dogs. Sell your team. <laughs> Get rid of your dogs. Sell your dogs. Which is a bummer. And like, you know, it sucks so much. It sucks so much, but they're like, oh, Telegraph's coming, you know. We don't need to do this mail route. And then, uh, it, and then this is kind of a thing where it's like the, the changing of the masters, you know, and you see the different right. like humans it, because the next person we get is like the biggest asshole in the Yukon. Well, and, well, and like, and Harrison Ford is still around yes. at this point. Yes. He's in the town that they're doing this to that, like that, like the terminus of this mail route. He brings, and he so brings his letter. Like, all right. Yeah. He's going to go, he's going to go buy Buck now. <laughs> like everything's going to be cool. But no, this like asshole with a curly mustache and a plaid suit like some rich asshole who wants to go jerk, you know who, strike big who's just like it's like and you obviously I swear they mo- yeah you I swear they modeled him off of the uh um like the dude in deadwood <laughs> gets pushed off the cliff yeah. <laughs> um like they must have just modeled him off of that well or he's just, you know, or they're just like, you know, everybody hates all these like, you know, asshole mixologist guys. Like he looks like oh, a mixologist. Oh man, yes he does. He looks like, yeah, he should be wearing <laughs> like suspenders and uh, yeah, yeah, riding a unicycle. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he, uh, um, they do that classic thing of like, they're like, why can't the dogs pull this sled? And then Harrison Ford's like, you ever break the ice on this part? You ever use this? And then yeah. like. Yeah, like a part, like a major part of like on the ski or the whatever. Yeah, they're it's frozen and it's fucked up. Just so. fixes it easily. It's to break the ice off. Yeah, yeah, it just shows this guy he has. And then no just idea. warns him like, hey, it's not a good time of year to go look for this, you know, fairy tale. Oh yeah, the guy's uh, looking for the gold in the Yukon. Yeah, because he wants to go strike it big. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know, he's city folk. 
he's not prepared for this. Oh yeah. He doesn't know shit about running about, you know, running a dog sled. He doesn't know shit about the wilderness. He's like, you know, he's clearly unprepared for this. <laughs> he's got he's got like his manservant and his wife. <laughs> um they have their old, you know, like old timey record player thing. Yeah, the the um, vitriola. vitriola. <laughs> yeah. And like <laughs> and they're just like and it's just it's immediately just disastrous as soon as they get out of town as well they're just like working the dogs to death they're like you know whipping them buck's just like you know yeah, oh, hitting fuck, them. i can't it's nothing i can do here like besides just kind of try to keep going his wife at one point says maybe they would go faster if we fed them yeah <laughs> yeah so they're probably you know out there like two days or something and dogs need to be fed yeah. what <laughs> yeah yeah dogs dogs I don't know. Dogs love eating from my experience. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, they're the biggest. Harrison Ford is just like, after they leave, he's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I gotta go. I gotta go, you know, bring, bring this asshole back. <laughs> like he's going to kill those dogs. And for a second, I thought he did because when Harrison Ford yeah. goes, uh, this guy had just like, uh, worked buck to like exhaustion and buck passes out. Yeah. So Harrison Ford goes to help and, like, intervenes, but the guy's like, I'm going to keep going. And he takes his sled with the other dogs, like, past the river that's, like, thawing. And I really thought that it was going to break open and all the dogs were going to, like, fall in and die. I think it's kind of... I think it's kind of implied that, like, that did happen after he left with Buck. Well, they say later that all the other dogs ran off. Oh, there's a There's a throwaway line, yeah, a throwaway line where they're, like, all the other dogs ran away. I like I remember him saying like the dogs are gone. I just <laughs> I thought like I assumed that to mean like oh I killed all my dogs. Yeah, by I thought we were gonna get like an actual visual of just dogs drowning, right. <laughs> which you could just, do with CGI dogs. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. Like I mean, was is this a Disney joint though? <laughs> is this a Disney movie? I, I didn't. Catch oh, that. this one? Um, no, it is a. I believe it's. Dream? No, it's not DreamWorks for sure. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see here. Okay, because I was just going to say, like, yeah, there's no way that Disney would just be like, and seven dogs died. This is 20th Century Fox, so I guess it fell under Disney <laughs> now, yeah. Okay, I mean, technically it is, but it's not like, it doesn't have that Disney label, though. Yeah, it doesn't have, like, the Disney but, formula or anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Buck teaches, uh, I mean, okay, okay, does Harrison Ford have a name in this? Because, like, just keep calling him. Harrison yeah, Ford. I mean his name is John Thornton, but he's still Harrison Ford okay. in this. I didn't even catch that they. I didn't catch anybody calling him that. Oh, except the um the Native American guy at the end, the guy for, that plays Hawk yeah, in Twin from Peaks. Twin Peaks, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> David or he Michael does call Michael him Horse, John, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Buck teaches him how to love again, basically, and, and I love that Buck also like gives him an intervention over his drinking. I love that. <laughs> Because he's, so he's funny. drinking like a whiskey and bug it like just takes the bottle yeah. and like buries it. Knocks over the glass yeah. and then like takes the bottle out and like sits on it out in the snow, like won't let him have it back. It's like you don't get any <laughs> of this anymore. It makes you sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yep. Harrison Ford's son died, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh they didn't I don't think they said how. I mean, it's probably just consumption you know yeah, at first like everybody died i thought he was a divorced then? dad at first but then later on he was talking about like <laughs> loss and stuff so i was like okay he's no it's like no he, they make it pretty clear that like they're you know the classic 
kind of thing where you know like your kid dies and then your marriage falls apart after yeah and then you just go up to the yukon um, to like find yourself yeah. be alone yeah because he says like you know after you know after our son died like she didn't want to be around me i didn't want to be around anybody so he just you know went up to the yukon not even going up there for the gold rush just to like get away from right everybody. yeah he's not there for any like he's not hunting pelts he's just there to like live in a cabin and drink all day yeah no he just wants to like drink and uh live in a shack cook bacon on um cast iron oh like, man that looked good yeah. the the eggs he made it did look really damn. good damn oh yeah just eating eggs right out of the cast iron <laughs> like oh yeah seemed great <laughs> But then they go up, uh, his son always wanted to, his son, like, looked at the maps of the Yukon and always wanted to go to the part where, like, man never was. Right. So, uh. The uncharted parts of Alaska. Exactly, yeah. So then he plans to do this with Buck, who is now his, like, surrogate son. And there's another, <laughs> there's another scene where somebody is showing a map to a dog. Yes, yes, <laughs> and being like, "This is what we are going to do," and the dog is like, "All right, yeah. okay." <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, and and they do, and I I love their journey up there, uh, where they're just like river yeah. rafting, hop in a canoe, and just hang out. <laughs> like, I don't know, my experience with like. Being in a canoe with like a big dog is that dog is going to capsize you all the time, like nonstop. Well, it almost does um, when like he gets in because <laughs> they have yeah that immediately. Gag. No, that was yeah. that was the thing. Yeah, most of the time when we were like yeah, we had like this giant black lab when I was growing up, and every time we'd get into a canoe and we'd like go up to a cabin or something, um, <laughs> like every time the dog would just like whine if we didn't let him in uh like would just sit at the end of the dock and whine while we were like out on the lake but like if you let the dog in there was about an 80 percent chance that you were going to capsize immediately uh <laughs> on the dog jumping just because yeah jumps um, in and everything goes like yep off yeah. yep <clears throat> like like it's it's super easy to capsize a canoe that's why when i was when i was watching it they're like going down the rapids <laughs> i was like come on like, oh, no way yeah, especially you can't keep that thing stable especially the rapids part yeah, it's like these things are like pleasure craft. <laughs> like you're not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna do. And that. the fact that he was carrying like all his equipment in there as well, you know, I, I yeah, because he was setting up camp and stuff. I mean, I guess that's not too much. But uh, this is right. this is the first master that Buck has. Who he's like, he's like, you're not my pet. You're my friend. Like you can sleep in the tent yeah. with me. You're not like. Oh, that was so just cute. Something, yeah, I loved it. And they yeah. share meals together, and they're just genuinely sweet to each other. Oh, God, it was so good. It was so good. It was. <laughs> and then when they get... And, like, this... The movie's so beautiful at this part, too. Cause, it like, looks amazing, cause yeah. Because of, of the friendship. <laughs> and also just because it looks so fucking good. The snow is thawing. And he's just like... Yeah. It's like getting to... It's like, you know, late spring and getting into summer. And then they finally, you know, like come across this, uh, this like miners like hut, like it's kind of like a hobbit hole. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's like a, it's like a little, uh, an abandoned, yeah, hole. overgrown with like weeds. It's like pretty much like part yeah. of the environment. It's and it it fits with the theme of that both of them are now in the wild and like, yeah, and it's just in this like gorgeous valley right next to a stream. Um, like, it's just, like, the, the, the most idyllic, you know, looking place that you could think of if you think about, like, you know, summer in Alaska. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, like, 
It's so beautiful. Just all the flowers uh, are blooming and everything. Yeah. And he finds he finds a bottle of whiskey while he's while he's cleaning oh, yeah. it out and he's like, You're not throwing this one out. Like, like, this is for me. I'm not gonna this drink for yeah, later. I'm not gonna drink this now. But yeah. I will be drinking it <laughs> and, and you this is for, for special nights, I guess. Right. <laughs> and uh and then but he finds a bunch of like gold mining uh equipment as well yes and so he's like oh and then when they're in the stream he just like finds nuggets i love this joke i love this the joke of him uh he's like buck brings him like a rock and he's like no like this and shows him like a little gold nugget and then shows him a little gold nugget and then buck brings up one that's like the size of like a fucking apple yeah (laughs) like a giant (laughs) piece of gold and then like but harrison ford doesn't see it so buck just drops it and brings him drop brings him a smaller one (laughs) and he's like yeah just like that But he still finds like so much fucking gold. Oh, so much, yeah. Because like all those all those guys that were like mining for gold and like especially the ones that were like you know panning for it, they're just getting a little bit of dust here and there and they're filtering it out and it's a pain in the ass. But he's just finding like nuggets. Right, yeah, he was just like just these giant nuggets in the stream. But this like and this, well, we should say too like that asshole yeah. that was working the dogs to death. Like he was, his goal was basically to find like this place, this place, and he's able <laughs> like, to. Like f- it was like a, it was like a, you know, a legendary thing that you know, like some like rumored lost, um, you know, gold gold claim, and he and he's able to find it from. <laughs> and when- nobody thought it was real. Nobody thought it was real. Harrison Ford didn't think it was real either. He's just like, don't go get yourself and these dogs killed looking for some bullshit. But the way he like, finds it is following the weird map that Harrison Ford. Uh, like wrote off the like Harrison Ford drew a line fr- like from the map to like the floor yeah. of his house like it was like it, it goes all the way off the map. Yeah, it was just like completely random, arbitrary <laughs> line. Yeah, this guy was like arbitrary That's... lines. And then he just ends up there, and then this this asshole like comes you know looking for looking for Harrison Ford at the at the bar and uh or you know and get into his house to kill him basically yeah yeah and then finds the map and the part drawn off and he's like all right that's where they're going <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go kill this asshole <laughs> just he's like that must be yeah. the exact spot it's like what do you mean yeah <laughs> like, so this whole time though that these that like buck and you know and harrison ford are making this journey and then settle in you also know that, like, this guy's coming for him to kill With him. murderous <laughs> like, intent, you, yeah. Yeah, like, we, you, you, like, I, you know, you never quite forget that, like, no matter how, like, idyllic and perfect it is, um, that somebody's coming to kill him. Yeah, and I, and there was one thing, I, I really wanted it to get to that part, because there was one point where I was, like, even though I liked Buck and Harrison Ford hanging out, I was like, come on. Like, I just, yeah. just you knowing that's going to happen, you're like, Okay, is it going to be this scene? No, right. no, no. Let's okay, get to it. It's, it's going to be this. It. It's going to be this. But no, but there's but there's more in between because Buck then has to Buck then meets like some a pack of wild wolves out there and like befriends them and starts spending his days like during the day yeah. like hunting with these wolves and then coming home at night. Buck helps save um, one of the wolves and then the female yeah. the female wolf is into him. Dude, that part, yeah, the part two where he saves that, that female wolf that gets caught on a, a stream right above a waterfall, and it's like you know pinned up against a, a tree, but then Buck just like shoulders into <laughs> a fallen tree and just like He's fucking incredibly beast modes, <laughs> like it's insane. Yeah, like so fucking strong, just like beast modes this whole tree like out of the water, like fucking ridiculous. I loved it, and then uh, and the, it, the, was, the, it was awesome. The, yeah, I loved the it. The wolves look 
awesome too. Like especially that white, uh, that white wolf, oh the female God. wolf. No, they look they look so fucking cool. And like when there's that shot where they take them back to like kind of where like the wolves live. The fucking like den. It, it, yeah, it looked amazing. The den is so cool. Where it's like that downed, like hollowed out tree, like gigantic tree. Like, oh my god, it was so cool. It looks like something from like a fantasy movie. It's yeah, it's insane. like a magic card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking sweet. Like, I loved it. Yeah. Oh man, I loved it. It was so fucking cool. And then you see like, and then but the he's elk. just getting, he's getting more and more wild. The, there's the bear you know, like, and everything. There's all this oh, wildlife god, there. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! It was gorgeous. It was so cool, and it shows them like hunting a bit. Like, oh, it was it was awesome. And then Harrison Ford's just spending his days like you know enjoying being away from civilization. Just you know, mine like he's he's like panning for gold and finding all his gold. But it's almost just like a it's like it's something to do for him. Exactly. He just like, stops caring about like the amount of gold that he has. Yeah. No, he's using them as checkers pieces. Yeah. Oh, I, I love just, that. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's just like he just he doesn't give a shit. It's just kind of like a fun little little hobby for him to do, but he's finding like tons of <laughs> tons and tons of gold. Just insane amounts. And then but he's also realizing, yeah, yeah the buck is getting more wild and he's like the Yeah. Even though you're coming back to me, like it's probably best for you to just stay out there. For sure. And he has that talk and with him. Know, and then he realizes that, you know, it's probably time for me to go back to. Like I had my time out here. It was super therapeutic. Like it was what he needed. But, you know, it's time to get back to, like, human humans. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. It's time to go see people again. Like, like just, you know, just retreating out into the wilderness was, like, good for him. Doesn't need to be doing that forever, though. Probably wouldn't be healthy to just be a hermit. Exactly, right? And and even he has all this gold, and he's like, I don't even need this. And he just throws the gold back, and he's like... He th yeah, he, he keeps, like, a pocket full of it. And he's like, that's grocery money for life. He's like, that's yeah, that's enough for me to live for the rest of my life, so... And then as he's doing that, the mixologist returns. Yes, he comes down the mountain on a unicycle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not a mustache twirlier than ever. Exactly. <laughs> and Tiny little spectacles but, and all that. No. Yeah, cause he, but he comes at night. Like, Harrison Forrest planned on spending one last night there, leaving in the morning. And But he comes at night and... He just fires a shot into the into the cabin mm -hmm. with his uh, rifle, and it and then Harrison Ford like and then it knocks over the lamp, um, yeah. his, his oil lamp, and starts a fire inside. So he's just like trapped inside <laughs> with a fire burning. Uh, you know, the guy outside wants to kill him, but the guy just can't resist and tries to break in. You know, tries to get in there to finish the job. Yeah, off. but um, they have a struggle. He shoots Harrison Ford, and gets him in the stomach with the with his rifle, but then Buck attacks. Yeah, him. Yeah, right before he's and about love... to shoot him in the head, Buck comes. Yeah, Buck just comes out and just fucking mauls him. And the, one, the thing I love about this too is like the so I feel like for most of these sort of like you know animal movies and dog movies and stuff, especially because this you know this is marketed at least a little bit at kids. Oh yeah. So most of the time, the climax of one of these movies would be like a dog saving from somebody from a fire but instead this one <laughs> the big climax is buck knocking a guy into a burning building and killing him they can't just have him like, maul the guy but buck of fucking... i laugh so hard yeah because it's so funny it's just like no instead of like you know saving a child from a burning building he's knocking a guy into a burning yeah, building. he makes sure that he burns to death and collapse, and the shit collapses on him, and he just burns to death. It's so funny. 
I was crack like there is probably like twenty some other people in the theater, and I was just like cracking up. Yeah. I could not help it. Well, and then we have the emotional scene, and we you mentioned this before with uh, Harrison Ford dying, and it his him dying with Buck was super emotional, yeah. and he did it really yeah. well. And Buck Buck brings out the harmonica because that was the thing oh that you know God. brought them together the first time. Oh, uh, I feel like I'm gonna and tear he brings up. out yeah, and he brings out his journal, which has a picture of his kid peeking out of it. Like and the way Buck, oh, like, it's so good. Buck, like goes underneath his like his like his, sh- arm. Yeah, his arm to like kind of pick him up. him up. Yeah, oh, oh man, no bawling. I was bawling. Yeah, it is. Even now, it's I'm so like good. feeling like wistful thinking about it right now. Yeah. It's, no, like it, I no, like no kidding. I probably cried. Like uh, like tears escaped my eye duct. Like like tear ducts. Like at least probably six times. <laughs> this movie. Yeah. It it knows how to get emotional without it even like being too cheesy or anything, you know. Yeah, really good, and it makes sense when you said that. Like when you said that the guy that directed this also did like Lilo and Stitch and How to Train Your Dragon because those movies did that too. Yeah, they know how to like He's actually do those moments without making it cheesy or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, really good. <laughs> it was really good. And then oh. and then Buck Buck becomes wild. Uh, Buck fucks. Yeah. Buck fucks. You get some baby. You see some baby bucks, like 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 with like you know the buck like coloring on like little baby wolves. Yeah. it's the cutest shit in the world. To create a new type of animal. Oh my god, one that yeah. is <laughs> wiser than man. Yeah. Wiser than man with dog and wolf mixed. <laughs> no, it, yeah, amazing. And then it shows him like you know. Finally, chasing off the bear at the end. Oh, love like, that! Where hunt him and the pack like, of wolves oh. are able to like scare yeah. off the bear. Yeah, so cool. They're more powerful than ever. Yeah. Oh, kicked ass. So good. <laughs> I loved it. Well, now too bad you know. Too bad nowadays. It's like <sighs> the fate of those wolves is like Sarah Palin's cousins shooting them from airplanes and shit. Oh yeah, it, it kind of makes you sad seeing all this and being like, well, I guess the best oh, yeah. we can hope for is a like digital recreation of things. Yeah, uh, that's what you can hope for is that you know humanity all dies and they can take Alaska back. Well, Jane, what would you? We're gonna do our letterboxed ranking now. Uh, what would you rate this movie? Okay. Well, how does Letterbox do it? I don't have a Letterbox account. Uh, one through five uh, stars, and they do do half stars. Okay. Um, I'm giving it four. Wow. I liked it a lot. I like this movie so much. Like, I thought it was. I thought it was super good. I like. I. Oh, go on, go on. Yeah, Give I mean, your whole that review, might be yeah. really generous. That might be really generous. I bet if I if I had you know been maintaining a Letterbox account for years. I would probably be like at ah, three and a half, like, <laughs> but like three and a half is like that's like seventy percent, and that doesn't feel right for me. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a movie that's in like the eighty percentage, so I got to give it four. Wow, great score! I mean, yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> like, I legitimately thought it was a great movie, and I wasn't even like I wasn't even high or drunk or anything. I w- I saw this one stone cold sober, me and I thought it was great. Me too. Yeah, and I was wondering if I should have. Like at the beginning, I was like, "Fuck, right. is this gonna be so goofy?" But no, it, w- it held up. It was just a good movie. <laughs> like it, the it hit on an emotional level really hard. 
um, without going over the top. <laughs> like, it was beautiful. I love Harrison Ford. I love Harrison Ford actually looking like he's having fun and giving a shit. That, like, that was the was most great. insane thing to me, yeah, was that I was like, oh, my God, he can still do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knew? <laughs> he looked great without a shirt, too. Yeah, like, actually, yeah, he did. I, I Earlier this week, I just watched Working Girl, which also has Harrison Ford without a shirt. And, like, yeah, he still he still got it. <laughs> and that movie's, like, you know, 35, like, 35 years old. Well, damn. I mean, I was going to give it just a three. Yeah. And I think I may stick with that because there were some things that got me okay. off with the camera work and, like, the bar fight scene. There was, like, a weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I get it. But I I mean I'm I'm in the same boat of saying like everyone if if you are at all interested, especially after listening to this, then uh, for sure see go see it in a theater. I, rec- I like really recommend going to see it in the yeah in a theater really in do. the best quality that you can because uh, yep. And also, I mean, bad news. This is yeah. Go see it in seventy millimeter. <laughs> this is like I don't think they have that. But. This is beat out by like Sonic the Hedgehog of all things, you know. Fucking awful. That is a travesty. Right. And like. Yeah, because uh, when did, did this movie come out in February? Um, yeah, uh, it must have. The weekend, usually the weekend isn't February after. when they just dump. Yeah, February is like when they dump the shit, right? Yeah. So like, it was the weekend after that's, Sonic. That's a shame. God, that is a shame that that this movie was released. That had a budget of a hundred and thirty-five million, a lot. Wow, and it's yeah. only made eighty-six million back. Oh, that's a shame. It'll, I mean, it'll get it back, but yeah, at least in like uh, on international and stuff. Yeah, maybe but. home video or something, <laughs> or like a, I don't it'll know. Get, no, I mean, like everything, everything makes its money back. Like right, yeah, when it goes international too, and like so, like it'll it'll do it. But oh man, that's a shame. It is. This yeah. is good. This is a good movie. It's totally, especially when you compare like what kids' movie I would rather have a child see this or Sonic. It's this all the way. Oh yeah. Yeah, this just isn't Ben Schwartz Sonic. Yes. Yeah, fuck that. I don't want. If I had a child, I would not want them to be exposed to Ben Schwartz. Yeah, and like I don't want. No. I don't want. You know, Buck may be weird in CGI, but he doesn't do the floss dance from Fortnite. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not. He's not doing Fortnite dances. He's not putting on sunglasses. He's not. You know, turning the radio on to. You know. Bruno Mars or something. Yeah, right. Like, it's no, it's good. This movie's great. Yeah, and again, yeah, the wholehearted endorsements all around here. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly super, super surprised at how much I like this movie. Yeah, and normally this is the point of the show where I say like, thank you, and I'm sorry, but hey, yeah. we both had a great time, oh, and I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I had a, had a great time. <laughs> And everyone is yeah, no, thinks I'm crazy when I'm saying I like this movie. Yep. Yeah, no, when I saw it, when I saw your stream the other day and you were just like you know, you're setting up your stream and, and you were going like you're going nuts <laughs> and you were like, Call the Wild was great. It was good. I love Buck. I was like, Come on, come on, Fuzz. Come I on. I thought that no. was all part of the act. No, no. no. That was the cause no. for my manicness. That was not kayfabe. That was real. That was all real. <laughs> And I get it now. I love Buck, too. Yeah. I love Buck. My girlfriend thought I was nuts. And I was like, and the dogs are so cute. She was like, you sound like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, it's great. <sighs> Good movie. Good yeah. Movie. Well, thank you so much, Jane, for coming on. It was a pleasure yeah, talking happy to you to. about this. Yeah. And uh, for everyone <laughs> listening, go see Call of the Wild if you want to see a good dog movie, I guess. For sure. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, just go see it. It's a good movie. Yeah, that's about it. Um, Jane, if you ever want to come back, if you ever have a movie you want to see, just let me know. Let's do Paint Your Wagon. I'm down. I'm actually probably gonna start a Patreon of like older movies that like movies that aren't coming out this year. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that actually sounds great because <laughs> you mentioning that makes me really want to see it. It's 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 a weird movie, and I I love it. <laughs> yeah, weird sixties, uh, weird sixties musical with Lee Marvin and, and Clint, Clint Eastwood, Eastwood singing. That's <laughs> yeah. that's nuts. Uh, yeah. But I thought this was nuts was gonna be nuts too, and it was amazing. So. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. All right. All right. Cool. Thank you for joining me, Jane. Yeah, happy to. Thanks, Fuzz. Yeah. Bye, everyone. See ya. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, that was good.